Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, away we go with the happy hour. 501 is the time. Uh, Gwen and Chris program. Chris, hello. Tony Gwynn Jr. in San Francisco. Uh, Tony's off now. Uh, for the rest of the evening as he gets ready to broadcast tonight's game, uh, that will follow Sam Levitt's pregame show. That gets underway about 45 minutes from right now. Among the things Sam uh, will let us in on is updates on this all-important Chicago Cubs game against the Atlanta Braves. If the Cubs win this game tonight, then it's all academic for the Padres. They would be officially eliminated from postseason consideration. Uh, To that end, home runs by Mike Talkman and Ian Happ in the third inning, have given the Cubs a 3-1 lead over the Atlanta Braves right now. Of course, last night the Cubs led 6-0. They couldn't hold on to that lead, so uh, we'll see if the Braves can get back in it. The Braves do have something to play for, by the way. If they win tonight, they clinch the home field advantage throughout the National League playoffs. So uh, Padres must win out, Cubs must lose out. And the Cubs right now are winning 3-1 in Atlanta. We'll keep you up to date with that. Uh, Padre lineup is out for tonight's ball game, and uh, Manny Machado is back in there in the cleanup spot tonight, DHing. Uh, Juan Soto uh, batting just ahead of him. Boy, is he hot. I mean, he's, he's a terrible hitting, baseball I mean, player, though. I meant right, he's Chris? hitting. Right, Chris? He's hitting well. He's, he's a terrible baseball I, player. I right? didn't mean that he's hot in that I, sense. I, no, I, that's not what I thought you meant. <laughs> he does have a really cool haircut, though. Yeah, like. he's, he's looking sharp. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, he's he's. I, I can't say a thing about Juan Soto right now. He is completely shutting me up. Uh, Garrett Cooper's in there. Uh, what? No G-Man Choi? And is 0 for 24. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Matt Waldron will pitch for the Padres tonight against Sean Manaya. You know, G-Man Choi did have a pretty impressive and important sack fly uh, while you were gone. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Well, says. I mean, you know, fans are a little frustrated that the guy hasn't had a single yeah. hit. Yeah, I thought he was out for the season. Like they yeah, reported that's something right. happened they to did, him. That, that was reported at some point that he would be gone for the year, and then he came back. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that is certain as the Padres prepare to move on from the failure of this 2023 season is that the most prominent and arguably most crucial relationship in the organization is broken. Mm. Those are not my words. That is the first sentence of an article that was just released a little while ago by Kevin Acey 
in the San Diego Union-Tribune. It goes on to say, Manager Bob Melvin and President of Baseball Operations, GM, A.J. Preller, cannot continue to work together, at least not in the way that they have the past two years. Uh, There's been a shroud of secrecy and suspicion uh, that over time has grown exponentially. Uh, One more thing I'll read to you and then we'll discuss. Uh, An internal review is underway and a significant meeting is scheduled to take place in the 24 hours after Sunday season finale. It will involve both men and a broader cast of advisors than usual as Padres chairman Peter Seidler recovers from a medical procedure Those advisors include Padres CEO Eric Grubner and at least one member of the Seidler Equity Partners. So um, what that is basically, just to to try to melt some of that down, the stories that came out from what? The Athletic, Dennis Lynn, I think, wrote, Mm -hmm. and And uh, Ken Ken Rosenthal, that A.J. Preller and Bob Melvin don't see eye to eye, don't get along. According to this story, and there's plenty of quotes, I mean, it's a long story. I'm yes, not going to be is. able to read you the entire story, but uh, that was just the beginning of it. According to this story and all the reports in it, yes, it's true. It's true. A.J. Preller and Bob Melvin do not get along, and not very well at all. There's um, a point in the story where they're talking about how, at this point, a phone call is rare. Between know, the two guys? Between the two guys. Yeah. Well... We I, this ne- this never surprised me. No, when the first story came out that these two guys, you know, are not seeing eye to eye and everything. But the question is, what are the Padres going to do about it? What is likely to happen? And you know, there's a lot of people who say, well, Bob Melvin's not going to be able to deal with this anymore. He's going to walk away. We addressed that uh, on this very show a couple of days ago because yeah. Tony Gwynn Jr. himself spoke with Bob Melvin. Uh, actually, Bob seeked out Tony. I yeah, came over and was like, and, hey, I got a couple questions for you, Tony. Yeah, and asked him a few things about why people think he's going to walk away. Bob Melvin said, I'm absolutely not going to walk away. These jobs are really hard to get, and I love having one. So he's he's not going to walk away. But that doesn't mean that the Padres won't go in a different direction. Uh, True. They could fire him. They could fire A.J. Preller. Some people think that is the way to solve the situation at hand or and what it seems like in this Kevin Acey story is most likely to happen at least first is that they're all going to get together sit down lock themselves in a room and try to figure this thing out I don't I don't I don't think that works. You don't think it'll work? In this situation, I don't think it works because this has been going on for far too long. In the in the article that Kevin Acey just put out, uh, it's uh, one source said it's like mom and dad fighting. And it just seems like the relationship between the two has just not been good at all in the last maybe even the full season. Uh, like Things like um, Matt Carpenter. We've talked about Matt Carpenter, why he was on the team for most of the year. And according to this article, it was A.J. Preller who insisted on Matt Carpenter being a part of the lineup, or not the lineup, but the roster. And those things, once you get to a certain point, Chris, I don't know you can go back to a working relationship. Maybe maybe they could be friendly, but I don't – once you get to a certain point, it's over. You can't – you've crossed the line in your head, and it would be very hard to go back and play fair with you each other. You don't think things are fixable? I don't. I mean, when people inside the team are saying it's not fixable, I mean, who am I to disagree with those people? Yeah, well – 
It's going to be very interesting. I, you know, I think what, what's funny to me, and, and again, I think I appreciate the reporting of Kevin Acey because I think he really, you know, dives deep into this stuff and does a nice job. Um, and so does Dennis, and so does AJ Casavell. Yeah, but all of these guys who cover the team, and Bernie Wilson. Let me yeah, get Bernie and Jeff in Sanders. there. Jeff Sanders, thank you. Annie uh, Halbrin. Annie. All right. I, let's just all name right, all of them let's now. Name everybody in I town. can't leave anybody out. <laughs> name everybody in town. But I think what this article underscores is that a lot of people out there, maybe many of you listeners included, think that what is going to happen this offseason with Melvin slash Preller with the Padres has already been determined, and it's just a matter of waiting to find out. Now, I don't believe that. And that's what I think, reading in this, and reading this article, it tells me that absolutely nothing has been 100% determined, whether you get reports, whether you get sources say, whether you get this, that, and the other. The bottom line is, it seems to me the Padres want to get Preller, they want to get Melvin. They want to try to work it out, see if it's salvageable, see if these two guys can work together going forward. If not, then they have to make a decision on which of the two they want to stay. And I, I think that that is going to you know, be up to the Padres. And I think I know which direction they would lean, too. Well, I think, they, I think the guess that I would have is that Melvin would be more likely to be let go than yes, Preller. Yes, correct. That, that's but the that same doesn't thought. mean that'll happen. No, no, because but, A.J. Preller is going to be owed a lot of money, too, if they were to part with him. He's signed through 2026, I believe, okay. or 27, so he would have at least 7 to $10 more million dollars on a contract. Yeah. Peter Seidler thing. said that he would like both guys to return. I I just don't want to go into next year with this situation being the same and then having to do this all over again next year. Can we have a picture <laughs> on the cover of the San Diego Union Tribune next Wednesday of the two guys hugging it out and just moving forward? I, 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 I would have a hard time buying that they're going to move forward and be in a perfect working relationship. One of the things that I thought about when I first read this article, and if you need to see it right away, it's online. Yes, so it's you on can uh, find San Diego it. Union Tribune.com. Yeah, you can find it. And it's lengthy. Excuse me, lengthy. Believe me. I mean, it, it goes into every possible detail, and a lot of people are quoted and not quoted in sources and all kinds of stuff. Um, but I gave you the highlights in the beginning of the article. One thing that I think about is, well, A.J. Preller you know, brought in Bob Melvin, you know, so they must get along at least well enough to have had that happen. The rumors. But the rumors say that that wasn't initially what happened. Yes. It was Peter Seidler that brought in Bob Melvin. Yeah, or at wasn't least necessarily what A.J. Preller wanted at the very beginning of all of this. I'm, I, my, my feeling from the outside without knowing, every, knowing anything is that the general manager ought to stay upstairs and general manage. Yeah, that's why I said the last manager week. ought to stay in the dugout and manage. Yeah. And if you allow two people that are supposedly good at their jobs to do just their jobs, not everyone else's, but just their jobs, you have the best chance of success. The other thing that I think about in this is what was the situation like last year? Did they not get along at all last year also and yet overcome that on the field? Or has this just been a 
been a byproduct of the losing of 2023 that has drawn a, driven a bigger wedge between these two guys? Uh, that's a great question. Yeah, because I, I don't know I don't the know. answer to I don't it. know it either, but I did hear rumors. And again, these are just rumors, and I don't know any proof. But during the playoffs last year, the reason that the Padres had three catchers is because the A.J. Preller and... Uh, Bob Melvin couldn't just, couldn't come to an agreement on which two catchers to have on the roster, so they had all three. They had Nola, Campisano, and Alfaro. Yeah, and that's just one of those things that I've, I. It, well, I don't and know. Again, the, that's a rumor. Yeah, rumors are rumors, but I will say that this is fact. The fact is Alfaro was on the roster last postseason and did not receive a single at bat. I don't even think Campisano did. No, neither of them did. So that tells me that somewhere along the line there was a disagreement into who should be on the roster. Because why would you have three catchers, two of which never got used? Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. Now, I want to say one last thing, and then we'll see where the, the pieces all fall. It is not surprising in a lot of ways that somebody who is in a position of general manager of a major league baseball team and somebody who is in position of manager of a baseball team and that manager having won three manager of the year titles and being pretty well established and entrenched in his field, it is not really surprising in any way, shape, or form that these guys don't see eye to eye. And I've been saying that all along. But what clearly needs to happen, according to this story by Kevin Acey and the way I read it, What clearly needs to happen is they need to figure out a way to see beyond their differences if they're going to both stay together moving forward. That's going to be incredibly tough. That's going to be incredible. Like, it just doesn't. I'm thinking about putting myself in a situation. I know I'm not a manager of a major league team or a general manager of a major league team, but even in working here, if I didn't get along with someone and, and the boss was like, sorry, guys, get along, or one of you has to go. That would put me in a spot where I'm like, maybe I need to go. And I'm saying that maybe, and Bob Melvin said he's not going to step down. But it, Somebody it's like, listening to the show right now might wonder why you and I still work together then. Since it's true. It's to true. Because I've told Adam 150,000 <laughs> times how much I hate working with you. That's right. And so he and, and Adam said, just figure it out, guys. Just figure it out. And, and this is the product that you get from that comment That's from Adam. Get, no, yeah. it's just, it, it, it scares me for the future of the franchise. It really does. Well, it's uh, it, this is this story is not a bombshell. This is just kind of confirming what a lot of us really kind of feel and believe. Uh, that you know, look, we've said it. Something was obviously broke this year. You don't just have this crappy of a season by total circumstance and happenstance. Yeah. There's some things behind the scenes that are not working, and it's going to be up to Peter Seidler. And it's going to be up to his advisors and those people and the equity partners. And it's going to be up to Eric Gruppner, the chairman, and everybody else to figure it out. Or not uh, Gruppner, not the chairman, the uh, CEO. CEO. Thank you. Uh, But it's going to be up to all these people to get these two guys together and try to figure out if there's a way, if there's a path forward. I hate that phrase because once you get to that point, Chris, it's not a good place to be. No. Well, where the Padres organization is right now is not a good place to be. And they cannot let this happen again next year. And I am so scared that this is going to go into next year's spring training with the same exact stuff happening. Okay. Scares me. Uh, I don't think that's going to be the case. And I think that the Padres are going to do everything they can to make sure that that does not happen. Because we cannot uh, handle a reprise of this season again. 
Hi. This is breaking news from 97.3 The Fan. Chris is looking at me like, what's the breaking news? And I'm trying to bring some levity to the situation, Chris. Oh, what is but that? But it's being reported that uh, by Bleacher Report that Taylor Swift is expected to be in attendance for Chiefs and Jets this week on Sunday Night Football. <laughs> Why in the world did we just waste 15 minutes talking about the A.J. Preller-Bob Melvin potential divorce when we could have been talking about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, now known, by the way, as Trailer. That is the worst name. I I liked Benifer better. Ben Affleck and Jennifer well, Lopez. That's the that's the latest. I'm telling you, Scraby. Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift. Now Trailer is the new. <laughs> that's uh, a really bad name. Is the, <laughs> is the new mashup I, uh, that they have come up with for that relationship. I get that this is good for the NFL. I don't really care that the NFL owners get more popularity and get more money, but this is starting to get annoying to me. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm a little more concerned about this Kevin AC article. Me good, too. Good work by him. Yeah. Uh, like I said, if you need to read more about it, go online. It's at SD uh, San Diego Union Tribune uh, website. You can find out and read this story all the way through, or you can see it in the paper tomorrow. I'm sure we'll be there. But that is the latest and the greatest on the Padres situation when we come back. Much more Gwen and Chris ahead, uh, head of the Padres pregame show. Mark Ziegler. You know, the Padres season might be just about over, but the Aztec basketball season isn't far off. We do have a championship-level team there to discuss, and we will do so when we come back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 pre- Precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, one thing to keep in mind about uh, Kevin Acey's story. Welcome back to uh, Gwen and Chris Crisello. Matt Scrape is together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Tony Gwynn Jr. in San Francisco. We're going to go to the pregame show here shortly, but uh, this story just came down a little bit ago about the uh, fact that the Padres are going to have a, a postseason meeting, uh, come-to-Jesus meeting with uh, Bob Melvin, A.J. Preller, both uh, – in attendance, try to figure out a way 
that these two guys can get along moving forward. Uh, try to if there's something you got to say or ask, uh, I'll open up the phones for a minute here. Eight three three two eight eight zero nine seven three. But here's something to keep in mind: AJ Preller. Uh, if they, if the Padre, if if the two of them can't work something out, and that's Scraby's feeling. Yes, it is. That they won't be able to work something out. They apparently haven't gotten along too well this year or last year, and it's gotten to a point of no return. Uh, something people have surmised, but uh, it's now right there in black and white and red. And red? Yeah, black and white. Do you ever hear that joke? No. It's black and white and red all over the newspaper. Huh? It's black and white and it's red. R-E-A-D. Yeah, red all over. That's like one of the oldest jokes I know. Thank you. Yeah, I'll be here all the week. Try the veal. Try Uh, the veal. uh, But anyway, if if the Padres moved on from A.J. Preller, that would cost them about $7 to $10 million, somewhere around there. If they move on from Bob Melvin, it would cost them $4 million. So... I don't know that that's going to really factor into this. I think the answer should be this. When the Padres organization is thinking about it, you should never fire a guy who will be scooped up for a job in a heartbeat. And I believe that Bob Melvin would be scooped up for a job in a heartbeat. You just, I just don't think you could do it. Well, here's the thing about Bob Melvin. I mean, he's 62, or he turns 62 next month. A young man, by the way. That is young. But And my point is, is Bob Melvin entering the final year of his contract, and he said uh, after he was hired, and this is in this story, that he expected 2024 to be his final season. So that's oh, I, next year. Wow, okay. Now, so if if you if the Padres were to jettison Bob Melvin right now, right? Yeah. Then somebody wanted to pick him up, they'd have to. They're not going to pick him up for one season. No. Right? No. And and, so. and, and honestly, who, what manager is going to want to come into this situation right now? If you're a – I get a new manager might want to take that challenge on because it's their opportunity. But what established manager is going to be able to come in here and think that everything is going to go different from how it went with Bob and AJ? Because these managers know each other too, and they talk to each other as well. I just don't see the Padres being able to replace Bob Melvin with someone who is as experienced and able to deal with this clubhouse. I just don't expect. I think you just get rid of both of them and you hire <laughs> Coach John Contreras, GM, Chris Ello as manager, and you let the two of us guide the right. franchise. All right, for Mr. A while. Manager, what would you have told Josh Hader the other night? Josh Hader, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Manager, Mr. Manager. Ah, uh, boy, that's a good one. Because I, I wouldn't have had a good answer for that, man. That, that's bothersome to me, that whole Josh Hader thing. It's nice of him to pitch last night, though. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> we appreciate it very much. The, the problem are the the memes come out of nowhere. And, uh, yeah, things don't get go well for you on social media when news like that comes out, even if it, you know. Someone asked me last night, Chris, why did you take Josh Hader's side? Which, by the way, I never took Josh Hader's side. Why did I or no, why did me. you? Oh, and I never took Josh Hader's side. I don't think either of us took Josh Hader's side. We brought up his. We brought up his side. We didn't take his side. No, and AJ Castavell in the interview we did took his side, or uh, he brought up his side as well. This is Josh Hader's one big, big huge chance at a big contract. So I get why he would do that, but it just doesn't. It goes against everything in team sports. Doesn't want to get hurt. And Tony said it yesterday. That's a problem for a roster, too, because when guys aren't in it for the same reasons, 
then they are all doing things for different reasons, and they're not going in the right direction. Lee in San Diego's on the line there. Do you want to get him on sure. line two? There he is. Hi, Lee. Hey, how's it going, man? Pretty good. What's up, hey, Lee? I, I want to back up uh, Bob Melvin and uh, A.J. Preller. I, I don't think they have anything to do with what's going on with this team. I, I think they're just underachieving. And uh, it has nothing to do with what the they've done. on the they, field. They put, I, they think it, the I think it does. Team. I think it does, Lee, and I, I don't know for sure, but I, I think anytime there's a, anytime you're in a, in a work environment, whether it be a baseball team or a radio station or even a law office, if the, if if you're one of the lawyers in a law office and the partners are, just can't stand each other and aren't getting along, it's not that you're going to be a worse lawyer. It's going to be stressful. But it's going to be stressful and more difficult to do your job properly. So, um, I got. I, I, got a I good... think it is a factor. I, I do. I th- I, I, I'm not. Gonna, I don't like to disagree with the call because I think your opinion, you know, is is importantly. But I, I don't know if I agree. I think. I think you've got to get Bob Melvin and AJ Preller on the same page or something like that moving forward. I had a, a work experience thing I me mean, before I got this job and before I was in radio, but I worked for two guys. They were equal owners of the business, 50-50, and they weren't doing too well as a business, so it was stressful for them. But then I had one guy telling me one thing and another guy telling me the other thing, and then one is trying to undermine the other, and that's kind of sort of what's going on here, what we're being... What we're reading in the report we're being led to believe by reading this stuff and, and yeah. that to me was an in- incredibly stressful situation because it's like who do i listen to do i listen to this guy or do i listen to this guy and if i listen to this guy this guy's going to be mad at me and that's not a good work environment so i absolutely think this has something to do but with I, it. I think it does too but i want us to give leah's props because you know manny machado and those guys still need to do their job whatever their environment is that's what they're paid to do Thanks, Lee. Appreciate that. Sean, San Diego. We're going to sneak a bunch in here before the end of the show, looks like. Hi, Sean. Hey, Hello. hey. Hey. So, and I called the, 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 the kind of going into the same theme of things, but I, I I think it's great how well they've been playing. I mean, yeah, we lost a couple games, but eight in a row, we've got great. I, I, you know, when I was a little kid, and Scraby, you might be able to relate to this, there was a big cookie jar on the fridge. And if I stole one or two cookies, Mom never noticed. But, you know, when Mom said, hey, how come we seem to be going through cookies? I didn't stick my hand in the cookie jar again for a while. Okay. And I think A.J. Preller got caught with his hand in the cookie jar. Mm. And when he backed off and all of a sudden he didn't want to get in there, I think we played a lot better. And I think our guys also got called out, and so they were more focused. But if AJ Preller is not willing to keep his hand out of the cookie jar, we may have a serious problem going forward. That's a good uh, point, Sean. It's a good point, Sean. Except for I don't think my mom or anybody's mom kept the cookie jar in the refrigerator. No, he said on, on like on top of the refrigerator. Oh, my yeah. bad, Sean. Uh, and, and with me, <laughs> just, and with me, it was uh, alcohol that I was sneaking. You it had wasn't your hand cookies. in the in the bourbon and jar. And you know what? I wasn't uh, very smart, and I kept putting my hand in that jar even after college. Yeah. I, I think. What do you think, Chris? What do I think? I, I don't know. I think I'm going to go on to Gonzo okay. in Ocean Beach is what I think. <laughs> Hi, Gonzo. Hey, what up, guys? What's going on? What up? Um, I mean, where do we begin? I know you guys, both and I, I mean, if we go into the same 
thing next year with the same people that we have, with the same um, sorry, the same players that we have, I feel pretty confident. But with uh, the other colors, with it's like dan- uh, darn near ten years of colors hand in, in the cookie jar, and until that changes, until we actually get a manager that gets to do whatever he wants to do and he is able to manage the players that that he has with uh, out other in in influences yeah. I guess you could say like it's going to be it's it, it, it's totally different you know like we got so to be able to play and I'm not uh, going to be able to wait 25 more years the way you look again. at it the way you look at it is that uh, Preller's uh, uh too meddlesome and needs to kind of step back and let Melvin manage I agree yeah okay all right Thanks, Thank you, Gonzo. Gonzo. Appreciate that. Um, I think in a, I think I would say the same thing if I knew for sure that AJ Preller was too meddling. I yeah, don't know for sure but he is. But. It, it was said in this recent article by Kevin Acey that there is, uh, you know, it, there there has been talk of meddling by AJ Preller, and so yeah. we can't glance away from that either. But we also said this that in this day and age of Major League Baseball, just about every general manager in their analytics department has a lot to do with who plays on the field. It does. That didn't used to be the way. When Billy Martin was the manager of the Yankees, he didn't check in with the GM before he put his lineup out. Earl Weaver in Baltimore did not allow somebody from another stat department to come down and tell him what the batting order should be. You're telling me that Earl Weaver didn't follow analytics. I'm telling you that Earl Weaver would have had one four-letter word for analytics. <laughs> Many <laughs> maybe, four-letter maybe words. Maybe more than one four-letter word for analytics. Dick Williams did not let anybody tell him what he was to do or not do when he managed the Padres to the 84 World Series. But like you said, but and it's I not said, that way anymore. Exactly. People have to, and that's why when uh, I think the first caller said it doesn't matter if these guys get along, it does because in this day and age, teams putting your lineup together, putting your ball club together, everything is is a team effort now in the organization. It's it not just you know the manager and the GM sits upstairs. They need to work together. You would like to believe they can work together for the betterment of your organization. And according to this story, that's not happening. Yeah, it's not happening. And like you said in the last segment, and everybody has to go read this Kevin Acey story because it has a whole bunch in it that we're not even touching right now. But what you said about having them have defined roles, I think that is definitely, if I'm Bob Melvin, and I can't speak for him, but if I'm going into that meeting I'm and I want to stay and A.J. Preller is going to be with me, then I want it to be defined that I manage the teams and I have the final say on the lineup. That would be something that I would want if I'm Bob Melvin because it seems like sometimes there's guys in the lineup that don't make sense because it's it's outside of what Bob Melvin usually does. Like G-Man Choi... I don't know about you, Chris, but the guy hasn't gotten a hit in a Padres uniform. I think you kind of go away from him for a little bit. But he has sacrifice fly. He has a sacrifice fly. Yes, he does. And it was you're a very, the one that told me it that. It was a very important sacrifice that, fly. You argued that earlier. Now you're going but against that. In the AC article, it says that the, one of the main reasons that Matt Carpenter was on the team for as long as he was, even though he wasn't playing, was because A.J. Preller wanted him on the team. And that's that's got to be an issue for me if I'm Bob Melvin. It sure seems to me from the outside looking in that Bob Melvin and A.J. Preller definitely bumped heads on Matt Carpenter. 
It has to be. And Bob Melvin's final say was, all right, you make me stay on, put him on the team. I'm not going to put him in the lineup. Na 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 na. That could and be how it manifests great. itself. That's not great. No, that doesn't lend itself to the team performing at its best. And Matt Carpenter's just sitting there, like, can someone do something with me, please? All right, let's go to Roger and Santee. Hi, Roger. Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Of course, thanks for calling. Um, you know, this this is a rocket science, guys. So let's just review the tape here a little bit. AJ Preller basically, you know hired two truck drivers for managers that weren't qualified to basically manage a team because he could boss them around. And now he's got a real manager who's pushing back, just like Bud Black or Dave Roberts would have, and he doesn't like it. He's still trying to do the same thing. So has Bob been perfect? No, but I'm kind of tired of AJ's get-out-of-jail-free card where he hides in the bushes all year long and then comes out and gives a little speech, and then he, he leaves. He built a crappy bench a crappy bullpen, and he gave away exorbitant contracts, which he did to Will Myers and Eric Cosmer. So when is this little guy ever going to be accountable? I bring Melvin back rather than eat his salary. I'll take your uh, comments off the air. Thanks. Uh, all I can say is it's a good call, Roger. I mean, it's a good phone call. It's well thought out. I, I, I'm not going to take a side or the other because I don't honestly know enough to take a side. But what you say, I don't disagree with. AJ Preller's had ten years worth of opportunities. He's got a chance to build this thing up a couple of different times. Yeah, and it's failed. Yeah, uh, and he has no division championships to show for those ten years. Yeah, so time is ticking on this Padres window, Chris, and I don't want to see this Padres window go away and and not have anything to show for. It. And you know what? We're going to be talking about in twenty five years. Man, I wish AJ Preller and Bob Melvin got along that one year. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, the Kevin AC article, if you need it, is on San Diego Union Tribune dot com. We don't have enough time to continue taking phone calls. We got to make way for our pal Sam Levitt and the Padre pregame show. But Sam will have all the latest and keep you up to date with that Cub Atlanta game. Last check, three one Cubs mm. in the top of the fifth. Oh. Yeah, so Cubs are still on top. Padres' faint playoff hopes slip sliding away. We'll be back tomorrow. Tony will join us from Chicago, which is where the Padres go next after tonight's game. And we'll be on at 2 o'clock, and I'm sure we will continue discussing all of this and get your phone calls. Thanks for those of you who called in last minute. I'm Chris Ello for Tony Gwynn Jr. and Matt Scraby. Sammy Levitt, Padre pregame show is next. And then the ball game on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 